Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. This episode is called She Didn't Come Home. She didn't? I heard she didn't. This episode is dedicated to a very special Patreon who happens to be related to me. Her name is Randy. She's my cousin. (laughs) Oh, Randy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. Randy has been a Patronus ever since she heard about the podcast. Because I literally told her about it and gave her a sticker. And she joined that night. And she's been one ever since. And she actually listens to the show and she plays it for my aunt and my cousins. Aw, thanks, Randy. You might have heard my cousin on an episode. When was it? Didn't we do one with the accents? It was the episode of the accents. Was it during Hanu, Katie, and Kimberly? Yes. We had an interview with Kimberly's parents, I believe. No, your mom and... Is that when Randy was on? Yes. yes. With your mom and your aunt. No. Who was Who was there? Yes, my aunt and my cousin and my dad was in the background saying he yes. liked Katie better. Correct. It was a good, you guys should go back and check it out because they're fun. very funny people. They are. And I think they're coming back to town. So maybe I will interview them again. That's great. It'd be fun. We love you, Randy. Thank you so much for supporting, even though you don't have to because you're family, but, and maybe you're doing this just because you're family. That's okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. Let's talk about it. I'm ready. Get, okay, get into so, it. Get into so it. So she didn't come home on April 26, 2019. Well, she didn't come home much earlier, but this is when we found out about it. Okay. Season 27, episode 32, hosted by Mankey with the Hanky again. I love getting multiple Manks. Me too. Mo- oh, who doesn't love a multiple Mank? I like it. Many a Mank. Many o Manks. Uh-huh. May o Manks. May of many, am- yeah, got it. I'm not going to try. Okay. Um, yeah, sometimes it's better to just step back. Yeah. Uh, so he starts the episode by saying that time can be like a river, a long stream of events rushing by. Most barely make a ripple, but a few have a way of circling back upon us in a ceaseless loop of memory and regret. So if I'm to understand this, time is a river, but it is also events and some events are not a river but they are a whirlpool we're not going to do this this analyzing and math equation of quotes so if you have not a is sometimes b oh they don't even know what i'm doing because you cut out that whole part probably but i will tell you this no it's actually it's going to be coming up in a in a very special may patriot episode your math equation i will say this I nailed that. So time is like a river. And then there is something else that's also like a river. Because some say love is like a river mm. that drowns the tender reed. I mean, it's also a hunger. An endless aching mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. It's also a flower. Yeah. And is it? Is it a tulip? You're its only seed. Mm-hmm. It's a rose, isn't it? Thank you, Bette Midler. God bless you, Bette. Yeah, God God bless you. Divine. You're the wind beneath all of our wings. Yeah, she is. So this episode takes place in Long- Lockhaven, Pennsylvania. No. Which is exactly one hour and 52 minutes from Scranton. Yes. 
I was wondering. Mm-hmm. It was 1991 when mom of two, Kathy Heckel, never came home from work, mm. which was very disturbing to her children because they were supposed to have pork chops. Pork chops and applesauce. Huh. You know what that is? No. Oh, it's from Brady Bunch. It's like the only thing I know about pork chops. That they eat pork chops and applesauce? I guess. Do they? Probably. I mean, it's an all-American meal. I don't know. Bobby Brady was practicing. He was trying to sound like Humphrey Bogart or something. And he was like, pork chops and applesauce. Oh, boy, Bobby. So Kathy worked at a paper plant, She, which I did not even make the connection between Pennsylvania, Scranton, Dunder Mifflin, and the paper plant. Until I got to Twitter and people were like pointing it out in my face. Because it was pen and paper? (laughs) No, that doesn't even make any sense. You should say like, until I put pen to paper and I I wrote my way out. It was really close though. (sighs) Kind of. So she left for lunch at, she worked at the paper plant. She left for lunch one day and she never returned. Mm-hmm. And we're now talking to her adult son and daughter because this was in 91. Now, I want to say off the bat that they were very nice people, her son and daughter. I just had a hard time focusing on the, what they were saying for some reason. I don't know what it was. I kept I don't know if they were they're slow talkers or very serious, which they should be. Their mom disappeared. But I kept having to rewind and go back. Yeah. I, I have a theory on this, and I'm going to tell it to you in a bit when we get to know them a little bit more. Okay. I, I did solve the puzzle, Alex. Oh, okay. So I do know why. But do you see what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Because I thought it was me, like I was really tired. No. But I was focusing on everything else everyone was saying. But when it got to them, I kind of like, my mind started to wander. You're not alone. Okay. I love not being alone. But they are very sweet. They're very sweet and seem very genuine. Yes, absolutely. So Kathy's mom knows something's really wrong. Mm -hmm. And then we learn out of the blue that Kathy had donated a kidney to her brother, but we never hear anything about that ever again. And I kind of want- It's a major deal. I want a whole spinoff on that. Yeah. I want to know more. Who do I know that did donate a a kidney to their mom? I know someone. I would do it in a second if someone needed me. That's why I'm a marrow match. I want to be, I want to donate. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so Kathy had met her husband, John, and they fell in love. The problem was John was already married to the military. Oh, that my was, God. Josh got me. He got me. Josh, I audibly to myself in my apartment said, ooh, and then a beat later, oh, Wow. He got, he, he tricks her. He did. He's a little scamp. Good, good job on that, Josh. That was, yes, that was you well got played, me. sir. But don't fear, because we are going to get some affairs very soon. Mm-hmm. John was away from the military, for the military, for weeks at a time. He was away when she disappeared. Mm-hmm. The morning she, before she went missing, he was going off to duty, and she seemed like she didn't want him to go. But John went anyways. And now it's been 36 hours and Kathy is still missing. The dad is so upset. The kids say they, the kids both say they saw him cry for the first time. Wow. I don't know why they both have, whatever. It's fine. No, Um, I know what you're saying because the son says it. So John Jr. says it. And then Alicia, the daughter, like 
a moment later <laughs> says it was also the first time I saw my father cry. <laughs> well, you were together. Yeah. We're assuming. I'm assuming so, there's there's not a huge age difference between them, so I don't think no, like I don't maybe think... she had seen her dad cry when she was like one before <gasps> the brother was born. No, actually, yeah, maybe I'm trying to think about this. So like if maybe she had had a private moment with her right, dad where, where he, he broke down and cried but about how something. But ass- no. I'm sorry, that would be such an a-hole moment if this son was like, it was the first time I saw my dad cry. And she was like, excuse me, Josh Mankiewicz, it was actually the second time I saw my dad cry because we had had a private moment once. He said I was growing up too fast. And we were going to go to a daddy, daddy daughter and, dance. And then she just looks and this, over. And looks at the brother. I guess yeah. we had a closer relationship than you guys did. It's and this, the, the brother just walks you. off. Yeah. <laughs> he throws his thing down and like rips off his mic. And they're just like, I can't do this, Mankiewicz. I'm out. I thought this was going to be a puff piece. <laughs> she says, I'm the favorite son. <laughs> <laughs> Joey needed it. I'm the Joey. <laughs> unless something like that was gonna happen i don't we didn't need both of them but whatever it's totally fine no but it did strike me too it yes. did i uh, yeah the same reaction kathy's mom tells the cops that kathy had not been acting like herself the past month or so she had reconnected with an old friend dennis taylor who plays the guitar he's a guitar guy no but this is like also what they're showing the sort of visual stuff that they're showing i'm thinking he's more of like a cat stevens gordon lightfoot if you could read my mind love what a tale my thoughts could tell he's like a folksy guitar so he just sits yes you know and that's what i pictured too and that's what i hated but he's not a dave matthews one picture one from the 80s that's okay I'm picturing John Redcorn when he's like trying to convert that song about killing yourself into how to bathe yourself because it's a kid's song now. And he's like, I am John Redcorn. Here's a song I wrote after government agents shut down my gambling establishment and I wanted to die. Wake up, just want to wash myself, clean my wrist, scrub my brains out. So basically I'm picturing that this guitar man came in to talk to the cops and he comes into the precinct with his guitar and he's like talk singing his answers to them. He's strumming random chords like, hey, now, hey, we were having an affair. Hey, now, hey. I I think they're just trying to paint him as very different than john and very different than the person who comes right after him so they're calling him a guitar man but it may not even be this could be a dateline edit it might not be the biggest part of his life or he might work at guitar center he might teach guitar (laughs) lessons no he was performing at a wedding when kathy reconnected with that's true so he is a performer of some sort but dateline does not do him any favors by calling him guitar man through the entire episode so it's not just me generalizing someone to one aspect of their personality dateline has done it for me yes they have <laughs> they're finally catching on normally it. i'm like blue jean guy they're doing it for me now and i love that kathy's co-workers also said that she had seemed quieter in the past few weeks and they thought she was having an affair with the guy at the plant named lloyd groves now disclaimer here about halfway through watching the episode and taking my notes, I started to think his name was Floyd. 
So I might be calling him Floyd a lot. Also, there's a Floyd on The Amazing Race that I'm totally rooting for. And so I might have transposed in my head. Um, I may have also transposed in all of my notes after the first note, his name into Lloyd Gross. So Mm. he's now Floyd Gross. Floyd Gross. No offense, Lloyd Groves. Maybe a little offense. We didn't do it on purpose. No, it was not. It was much like Liz became Fizz. I was typing on a keyboard that I'm not used to, and I made many typos. But is so I think it's Groves, but we're going to. Okay, so Floyd Groves. It is Groves, Groves, and now I'm upset because half my titles don't work. So that's fine. We just. Floyd Groves. I'll have to change some things around (laughs) before we get there. It's fine. Why does God hate you, Katie? It's fine. I don't know. Just why was his name not Groves? Just move on. Yeah. So people thought he was having an affair with this guy, Floyd Gross, who is also married with children. This is now two affairs that Kathy may have been having. Yes. And we discussed on Twitter if it was okay to bring up the affairs, not to shame her, but to say she was having a lot of affairs. And No, I think you have to bring it up because it's the, part general, of, it's the two yes. suspects. Yes, but you said before we started, don't shame her. Right. But I think if a man was having two affairs, like cheating on his wife with two husbands, mm-hmm. we would be going ape on him. Not true. Because we had an episode where the guy was not a good guy. Yeah, Remember, and I went ape on him. You did. I cut most of it out. <laughs> so there's that. But I do think that no matter what, you don't, it's what the lawyer says at the end, you don't get punished for being murdered. Right. So and you shouldn't and you shouldn't be murdered for having an affair. No, under or multiple no, affairs. Under However, no circumstance did she deserve any no, part of what happened. One hundred percent not. I just think it's worth saying that in a Dateline once a cop on Dateline once said there's like certain high risk behaviors. No, no, I said it. You think you said that? No, I said it because I got it. I told you. Remember, it's Jim Clemente said it. Jim Clemente oh, says it in his podcast, I, The High Risk Behavior. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just like out there selling drugs. It's things like having multiple affairs too. Correct. Totally she, counts as a high risk behavior. She's a higher she's a high risk behavior. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For so some, that's why for I something think it's to happen. Totally yeah. worth mentioning. Yeah. So I just don't think Somebody thought they were going too hard on her on Twitter for uh, on the show for having affairs. And they thought like How? a man would get off easier. And I thought they were super respectful of her. They never like blamed her or called her names. It uh, was more no. like she was obviously lonely and going through a hard time. Now, if a man was cheating on his wife with two different women, you would never say, oh, poor guy. He's lonely and going through a hard time. That Can is we true. just say that? You no, would that is true. understand what I'm saying. Yes, I do. So, Okay. She's having an affair with this Lloyd Floyd guy, and Mank feels the need to tell us that he sometimes gave tours at the paper plant, which I just, I want to go on one. I don't know why. It sounds super boring, but could be kind of fun. So who in the office would give those tours? Andy? Oh, yeah. He would love that. He'd be like, I went to Cornell. Have you heard of it? Um, this is Phyllis. Big Tuna here. No, Phyllis. Phyllis, Phyllis thinks she has a big personality. Right, she's that's actually why she, so quiet. But yeah, she would volunteer. But she would be I have the first to sign up. Yeah. I'm kind of a showman. 
Yes. It'll be great. Would. Oh, no, she absolutely would sign up. And then, but you, everyone would have, that would have been a really funny episode yes. if they had done that. Uh-huh. And they had to do a sign-up sheet because everyone had to do it. And they showed Stanley's and mm. Angela's tours. <gasps> That'd be, and then and Creed's it, tour. And Creed's oh tour, ta- he takes them, like, back in the alley and teaches yes, them how to play. Yes, like, bones. No, like, teaches them how to play three-card Monty. Like, <laughs> yes. how to bet against each other. Play and- dice. And Angela's like, there's the copier. Tour yeah. is done. And then Andy keeps trying to jump in and sing. Like, do yes. like a, a flash mob in the middle of the tour. He would. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I We just wrote a whole new episode. We did. Now, should we call someone? Who should we call? NBC. Okay. So, yeah. If anybody works on The Office, you call us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be waiting. Yeah. We're here. Uh, we're here. So, the guy taught... Gave tours the paper plant and also taught paper making at the local school, which I felt like such such an odd thing to point out. And I just felt like it had to come back at some point. And I was which just waiting does. for it to come back. Yes. But I thought it would come back in a kind of bigger way than it did. Like maybe he had shown he was showing them how to make paper. And so he wrote something on a piece of paper, which was I killed Kathy. And oh, then he on. put it in the paper thingy and turned it into pulp. And then he made it back into paper. And then the students got to write on the paper. And like one of them wrote a love note to their mom. And the mom's love note was out of the paper that said, I killed Kathy. It was his confession because he knew he was going to make it disappear. And that it was diabolical. Maybe. Come on. Wouldn't that be a good dateline? Maybe. I hate you. So Floyd Gross came to the station to talk to the cops. He says, we were friends, Kathy and I. Nothing more. She enjoyed my paper tours, but I never got a tour of her Clovis. And yeah. So I just came up with that right on the spot. Wait, but how did they get to... Sorry, remind me how they got to Lloyd. Someone at work said... They thought she was having an affair with him. Gave a tip about Lloyd. Okay, but we don't know what the tip was. The tip was, I think they're sleeping together. So they had to investigate. Just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. Officer. Yeah. So so Dennis, when Dennis is talking to the cops, but he's not really talking, he's strumming and singing his answers. He says, well, we just started sleeping together a few days before only. And Mank says, like a balladeer who knows his audience is hanging on every lyric, the guitar man kept singing for the cops. I'm sorry, a balladeer? You just took my quote. I only had <laughs> one quote written down, and that was it. And you threw it in. <sighs> a balladeer? That was great. That is a good use of a synonym. And I'm proud and happy of it. Great job, Josh. A synonym for singer? Yeah. If you type in s- singer synonym... It's going to give you a balladeer. I think they'll go, are you pretentious? And then you have to click yes or no. And if you click yes, it'll show you balladeer. But the minute they say, but they stop it. That's not true. I'm not saying Josh is pretentious. That's exactly what it sounded like you were saying. He's doing it in his mocking way. No, he's not. He's not mocking Dennis Taylor. Also, Dennis Taylor sounds like he could be a Gordon Lightfoot or a Cat Stevens. He sounds like that kind of like a, just a singer-songwriter. I think you're thinking of James Taylor, and maybe that's what the connection is for you. Or James. Yes. I've seen fire and I've seen rain. 
seen sunny days that I thought would never end. There you go. I know you very well. Cats the in names, the Cradle. Yeah. So, that, I don't think that was James Taylor. That's Cat Stevens. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, still on it. I can't get okay. off. Okay. I'm yeah. on a train. Back go to ahead. the story. Back yes. to reality. Oop, mm-hmm. there goes gravity. Oop, there mm-hmm. goes rabbit. Kathy called the guitar man right before lunch the day she disappeared, and she sounded anxious. She said she had something she needed to talk to him about, and he was too busy to talk to her. What the heck is this guitar man doing on a weekday afternoon that he can't talk? He's married with kids. Yeah, that's true, but his kids should be at school. No, you don't know how old his kids are. What if he has a three-year-old and he's with his kid at the park or he's with his kid out at the supermarket? I think he was buying patchouli soap or something. Oh, you just... and You got to lighten calls... up on him. I think and he's she... all right. We'll get to him. Okay. Uh, later that day, he went golfing? Yep. Get a job, you dirty hippie. Oh, my God. Now... Later that day, they were supposed to meet up for a rendezvous, but she never showed up. And so he's very worried. And Guitar Man tells the cops, one time I was with Kathy in a park and they saw a gray van. And she said, oh, that's Floyd Gross, the paper maker and tour guide, famed Mm -hmm. tour guide. Mm -hmm. And he is stalking me. And that's, yeah. there's nothing creepier than a man by himself in a van at a park. Yeah, especially that kind of van. Just paint it, a big red flag on that thing and call yeah. it a day. Yeah. No. So, also, so I would like to say stalking is terrible, like beyond terrible. Yeah, it really But is. I do not like these two married parents having an affair and meeting up at a park because I don't feel like you should go to a place where your children would love to go and you're just not taking them. It's like having mm. an affair at Disneyland and you're no. like, well, you didn't get to come with us. It's like I, a double blow. No, I think you're thinking about it wrong. I got to say, because Dennis Taylor, the guitar man and Kathy had only just actually physically gotten together like two days before she went missing. They were in touch and sort of became friendly. This wasn't like an all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, we're having an affair. This is a slow sort of build, it seems like their affair was. So what I'm when they were at the park, they're hanging out as friends. Their kids are probably with them. They're just meeting up. I wanted so, to know because otherwise, no. like mommy's having an affair and we went on the jungle gym without you. No, I think so th- I, I think hope it's the kids more are, like were a, there yeah, and they were I having think, coffee. I think they were friends and then it sort of grew into more because of other reasons, but I think that's what happened. Okay, I think you're being very nice on him. I don't the, have any problem with him. Well, we never really get to talk to him. We just see hands in sepia tone doing a guitar. Yeah, that's true. So, I would like to talk to him. Now, the police look at John, the husband, and he's very chill. He's like, they can look at me if they want to. I know they need to find her. I know I didn't do it. So they can totally investigate me and then move on. Mm-hmm. You know? And I like that. I like I appreciate that. Sometimes people think you have to be really angry and that shows that you're innocent. And I think when people get really angry that they're being investigated, like, they have to look at you. Mm-hmm. And he knows that. And he's fine with it. He didn't seem to know that she was having multiple affairs. Mm-hmm. While he was away at Army. And there's no evidence that he paid someone. 
So there's really no proof that he had anything to do with it. Right. He says she would never, ever, ever leave the kids. Yeah. Then the cops find her car at a hospital parking lot. They think someone moved it there. Police bring in cadaver dogs and they're searching. So mark off dogs on your bingo cards. So police believe Guitar Man. They think he's obviously douchey because he brought a guitar into the interrogation and started singing songs. But they think he's honest. And they decide to go he's after not Floyd. douchey. He didn't sing songs. In my mind, he did. Why are you so mad at him? Because he's a he has a guitar. He's the guy at the beach who takes out a guitar and is like, "Let's all sing American Pie," and I'm like, think, "No." I think he's like an actual performer, but not like a jazz performer. I, I think, think he's he, like a jazz performer, like Chris with the hat. I think he's like the guy in the, the Star Is Born. Isn't that guy a guitar player? I didn't see it. I didn't see it either, but I think I'm thinking he's more in that vein. Singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. Not Dave Matthews. The fact that you are okay with this when you have told me, like, stay away from musicians. Stay away from it's DJs. The way, no, it's the way that they show the little thing. It made me think of a very specific kind of musician. And also that everything was so grainy and that this was so long ago it's that I was like, tone. okay, right. That it's like, but that's just their B roll that they. But that made me think of a singer songwriter from the seventies, which is very different feelings I have about right, that. Right, but this was in the nineties. Yeah, I don't know why. I can't explain it. Okay, this is why we're friends, guys. I can't yeah, fight this feeling. Attract. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, police decide to go after Floyd Gross. They search his house. And his van, his creepy-ass van that shouldn't be anywhere near a park. And his creepy van that shouldn't be anywhere near a park where children are around. And they find things of interest, but not enough to charge him. And don't tell us what they are. Yeah, just things of interest. We'll let you find out that on your side. Okay, tell us, Dateline. So they don't think they have enough to charge him, especially Mm -hmm. because they don't have a body. Mank is kind of smirking when he's talking to the prosecutor who is saying we don't have anything because the prosecutor is saying, well, maybe she just left the kids. And Mank's like, "Mm, I talked to everyone. She did not just leave those kids. And the prosecutor really, I, I was very upset. He's saying like, we don't even know if she was killed or where she was killed. Maybe she was killed outside of our jurisdiction. Like it wasn't in our county. So you just don't care anymore. Because if she might not, she was over state lines, so you just, you're over it. Like, that's, yes. If you're, if you're gone, like, if someone takes me from California and maybe goes to Arizona and then kills me, are the cops in California not going to care? Because, like, I might not be there anymore. And they'll just ask every other state. We don't think she's here, so every other state be looking for her. Because it's not in our area anymore. It's not my district, not my problem. I don't like mm. that. She yeah. lived in this town, and you don't know she's not still there. You just are guessing. You're hoping she might have been taken somewhere else, so it's not your problem. She could very well be stuck in someone's basement in your town right now. I did mm. not like that. Yeah, I thought it was a cop-out. Now, after a bunch of years, John feels like he has to move on. He declares his wife legally dead. And he has totally come to terms with the fact that she had these affairs. He believes that she did love him 
and she's human and made mistakes. And he makes himself feel better by thinking that that morning when she said, I don't want you to go, like, why do you have to go? That maybe they were going to have a talk and she was going to come clean about it and they were going to rekindle their marriage. And so he's kind of, it's very sweet. I mean, it is the, it is, it was so sad to me. It was yeah. really sweet. He said, you know, maybe that was the day she was going to break it off. Yeah, hopefully. Guys. He's all hopeful. And it was just, ah, uh, it like, it really rips at your heart because you can mm-hmm. see that she was the one for him. Oh, and no matter what she did, no matter what she did. He seems like a very, I mean, Manka outright asked him, did you ever see yourself getting a divorce? And he's like, no, she was, yeah. she was it. And it, it was, I think that's why maybe people had the reaction on Twitter, too, because you're watching this man. You're only seeing his side of their marriage. Right. And from his side, he is true blue for her. Right. She is the one. And then for her to stray, it's kind of like, but you had this man. But also you had a man that was gone 75 percent. Yeah. And I think he realizes that it was hard being married to him because he was gone and she was lonely. And And she had kids. She's raising kids by herself. 100 percent. And so he doesn't want to paint her in a bad light for his kids. And also because it was their mom and also for their marriage. Yeah. It was very sweet. The kids grow up and they are more athletic than you or I will ever be. They're professional outdoors people. She's a pro skier and he's a fisherman or something. Yeah. He's like a, it was like an expert. It was like a specific like fish expert. I was like, oh my. It explained the very intense hat tan that he had. Oh, he did. He did have a hat tan. I noticed that. Yeah, it was extreme. We don't see that often. No, it was very rare. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what is that? And then they showed him fishing. I thought, there you go. Uh, It's now 2013. A new cop takes over the case. A native son, they call him. And his name is Curtis. And he is a hot cop. Hot cop. We'll clean up the town. We'll turn that old brown upside down. Hot cop. And we will call him Baby Blues. Baby Blue Curtis. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to call him Hot Cop. He's got these pretty blue eyes. And he looks like he's about 18 and a... No, he looks about 12 in a full-grown man's body. Yes. Little boy face. I love a baby face. He's a baby face cop. I love love a baby... You know I love a baby face cop. Baby face coppers. Okay, so the case is 22 years old now. And guess how many other investigators have had the case before Baby Blues? This was incredible. 60. 6-0 investigators. He's number 61. So he starts by reading this report. It's 400 pages and he is fascinated by it. He had heard about the case when he was a kid. And here's the connection. Floyd Gross had came to his school when he was a kid and taught him paper making. Now, if Curtis had been the one that got that pulp that was said, I killed Kathy, that would, and then went on to solve the murder years later, come on. Mm-hmm. That would be a, Tom, Tom Cruise would star in that movie. <laughs> there you go. Now, they keep, they keep showing this newspaper article where Floyd is teaching the students but it's, I was so confused. Like, is that a student school newspaper? Or is that like the real local news is doing I'm, I'm an sure. article about the local students getting taught paper making in school? 
think this is a big, I think the paper mill must be a big thing in the town, right? It doesn't oh, seem like a okay. huge town. So, so it's, it's not that the, the town is very small and there's no news. It's that the paper mill is a very big business there. So they would no, focus it, more on what those people are doing. I think that you have never lived in a town this size where you've read like um, the Visalia Times Delta where where I grew up. They would always have like articles about like so and so did the, it's like a it's like a slice of life story. I see. Do you know what I I'm see. saying? Yes, I know. I totally a, see. It's not that it's a big deal. There's just no other news right then. I got so it's you. Like let's cover this. We're sending gotcha. our reporter to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. I I hear you. Right. There's a potato sack race at the park going on. I'm gonna cover it. Okay. Labor Day. What we got? Yeah. So when this photo was taken that they keep showing, the hot cop figures out that Floyd was already having an affair with Kathy when the photo was taken. Now, he says this, but I thought we didn't know for sure that they were having an affair. I mean, we know that they were having an affair, but Floyd has never admitted that they were having an affair. And there's no actual proof of them having an affair. But the cop states it like it's fact. Like they were already having an affair at this point. Did you find that weird? We don't find out before that 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 they had definitely been having an affair? How would we find out for sure? She's not saying anything, and he's still denying it to the bitter end. Oh, you're exactly right. I didn't think about it. I don't... How would... The cop must have talked to someone then. We're only getting half the story. I mean, we hear a lot of people thinking they're having an affair. But he's still denying it. Yeah, weird. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So the photo's only two months before she went missing which is Mm kind of creepy. And I hope that her going missing got more press than this paper making class. You know, it got press for years. I know. I'm sure it was all that people could say. Because that's what the kid, I mean, they even knew. He was saying, I remember this from when I was a kid. So you know that everyone talked about it. Yeah. So here's what they had already on Floyd. He had a gun and he had ammo in his van, but that is not a crime because they don't know if Kathy was even shot. So... There's section of carpet missing from the van. There we go. Floyd had said his kids were playing with tar and oil mm-hmm. and it spilled. Mm-hmm. Is that a country thing that I just do not understand? Kids playing with tar? Well, now, wherever Lloyd lives with his wife, um, they have a tractor, which we find out later, which yeah. made the tar and oil make sense to me. I still do not see so, it. Are they pretending to be road pavers? No, 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 no. So if you're, so let's say I, we have a big bucket of oil that I hate in our garage right now because Oliver changes oils on motorcycle and the car, like he'll do it himself. So in order to get rid of the oil, you have to take it to a special place. You can't just dump oil. You have to, like, take it back to O'Reilly's or wherever. So I'm saying that if he had a jug of oil or something like that, you have to take it to a disposal place in some sort of vehicle. So in some world, it could have, but it would have definitely been an event. And if they'd interviewed the children, they would have remembered. Oh, yeah, we were covered in oil. Yeah. (laughs) Tar. Also, it didn't seem like a big enough spot. It wasn't a big enough carpet cutout to be like, because oil would go Everywhere. Everywhere. Right. So that was interesting to me. And then was there oil spots around it? On the carpet? I still think that one of the kids had gotten a road paver Barbie. And it comes with real tar. Yeah, real tar. Um, It says don't use it in the van because the smell will kill all of their brain cells because they're children and should not be near tar. 
And your guinea pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Witness had seen Kathy and Floyd together in their van a lot. Again, that could mean they're having an affair. That could just mean they were friends. But here we go. On the day she went missing, Floyd was so late from his lunch break that he missed a meeting. And they made it seem like he was not normally late. So that's a really big coincidence. And you know, I don't really believe in coincidences. Mm -hmm. Then we get to a letter that Floyd wrote to his wife saying, I'm going to be arrested for the murder of Kathy. Another and in letter. the letter, Another he letter. doesn't say, I love you. I love the children. He says, this is what you need to do to take care of the tractor and the car. Mm -hmm. I hope he also wrote, P.S. Let the kids play in tar sometimes. It's their favorite toy. And maybe he was just being super paranoid. He knew he was kind of a suspect. But what's really weird to me about the letter is he says the murder of Kathy. And this was right after she disappeared. And most people were kind of hoping she was still alive. And he's saying, I'm going to be arrested for the murder of Kathy. That's a really good point. I'm hitting these good points. Good on right you. Right and left. That, that was a good point that Thank you just you. made. One. It was good. Not just one. That was like my second. What was the first? I don't know, but you said, oh, I didn't think about that. Or the, oh. I didn't notice that. I, two. I'm giving you two. I think it's more like two and a half. Whatever. Two, I'll take two. Two and I'm a little tiny half of one. Okay. Like an eighth. Yeah. Two now, and an eighth. the police say he was known to be a meticulous planner. So that kind of explains the note. Like yeah. he's one of these by the book guys that he's maybe like Dwight. Like, this is what you need to do to clean out the hay. Oh, and also, I guess I love you. But, like, this is the important part, you know? So maybe he's like that. I don't know. But that makes it doubly weird that he was late back from lunch. Exactly. Especially if he had a meeting. It's mm -hmm. like, hmm. That's Without not like calling it. and being. Yes. Great point. There's one for you. My van broke down. Mm-hmm. By the river. It ran out of oil. I got to go get some from my kid's room because they play with it all day <laughs> yeah. long. Exactly. <laughs> so three weeks after Kathleen's disappearance, Kathy, Kathleen, Kathy, Kathy, uh, he picked up and moved his family. That's really weird because yeah. he was such a meticulous planner and it seemed very spur of the moment. The police say he left a ton of his personal belongings with him. And so like a guy who's a planner is not going to impulsively pick up his entire family and move them. No. But... I do know some outside info because of Dateline producer. Do you oh. want me to tell you now? Yes, please. Very shortly after her disappearance, he was fired from the plant. And we don't know why. Dateline producer did not answer any of people going, why? Why was he fired? Why was he fired? Exactly. Don't oh, my know. God. But so some people were like, well, that makes him look so much more guilty. He was probably sire of something shady. And then some people were like, no, that kind of explains why he would pick up and move so fast because he had to go find a job somewhere to support his family. So Do maybe think he, he got was another fired job. because they thought that he killed her. Possibly. Because it seems like, well, we find mm -hmm. out later. Okay, okay. All right, we'll come back to this. We find out later that word on the street was he right. was the killer. So maybe that's what I'm saying. They okay, were uncomfortable yeah. with that. I don't know. We don't know. Mm, all right. This could be like our Patreon episode in the Walgreens parking lot where like all this stuff happens and she paints it one way. And then at the end, you find out like she actually did some major stuff to get fired. And it like paints the whole thing in a new light. Yeah, that's true. 
So I don't, we don't know. So Hot Cop connects with an FBI guy. And this is like a small town, small case, but he somehow gets these FBI people super into the case. And they like fall in love with this case and they want to work it. It's amazing. So these three guys have a posse and they start digging. And in so when we have some blood, this might have been the some things of interest that we're going to talk about later. One thing of interest was the hole of carpet cut out of the van. This is the other part that's probably bigger to most people is the blood. There was some specks of blood in his car. And in 1991, they couldn't really do much with it. They didn't know what to do with it, but they saved it. And in 2004, they used DNA from Kathy's parents to make Mm -hmm. a profile of her. And they found out it was her blood in his van. But that evidence had somehow fallen through the cracks because two of the investigators had like taken off sick days or something. Medical leave. Yeah, and they fell right through the cracks. And none of the other investigators followed through until Hot Cop and the FBI guys. Okay. It's top-notch, top-notch top- police work. Yeah. Before, before now, this, the FBI yeah. guys ask this small county, can we just take over this case? Because you guys are blowing it. We have way more resources than you do. Yeah. And the county gives them the case because, let's be real, the county didn't even want the case to begin with. The no. county was hoping she was killed in another district, so they didn't have to worry about it. Also, how many years old is it at this point? 20 22, years old? 22, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The FBI and the hot cop go all over town interviewing, and all over, all over the country, interviewing witnesses. And they even find a new one. There was a guy who remembered an argument between Kathy and Floyd the day she went missing. No one yeah. talked to this guy before. Okay. Now, so I don't want to give him too hard time, like, the fact that they tested the blood in 2004 means to me that they were trying still. They were they absolutely. Didn't forget yeah. about the case. They were just doing a really bad job at it. The fact that 60 investigators, that's like three a year. I don't know how anyone was accomplishing anything. But they, it's like they wanted to, but they did. I don't know. But they I think didn't it's have also the really, it's really hard to, they don't have a body. Yeah. They've got the stuff they've got from her car, which is not well. What did they? Did they even get any evidence from her car? Like they didn't make it seem like no. Any, okay. no. All right. Now, so John, the husband, keeps going like, "What do you have? When are you going to do something?" And they keep saying, "We need more. We don't have enough." And the FBI guy and the hot cop they dig up areas, they search for her body, they still can't find it, but they decide we have enough to indict Floyd for murder. And Mank gets a little dig in here at the department because he says they indict Floyd largely on the evidence that was there all along. Yeah. That was nice. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a dig at that prosecutor that he was smirking at. Yeah. Now, the hot cop says they arrest him and it's just like a movie. Hot cop to me looked like he could be on one of those ID network reenactment shows. Like, yeah. he could play Joe Kenda's young cop buddy. They arrest Floyd, and his only reaction, again, this makes me think he's like Dwight, because the only thing he says when he gets arrested is to his son saying, you need to get another ride to work. I don't know what's up with Lloyd. I don't what know. What is, that is, is he a robot? Is yeah. Is he like a pod person? No, I think his personality is just limited. Yeah, limited. Yeah. Yeah. 
So there's legal BS that goes on and it postpones the trial another three and a half years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm assuming Lloyd was in jail that whole time or maybe he got no. bonded out. I don't he, know. He got bonded. Okay. I'm so, sure. He's older. He's 65. I'm pretty yeah. sure he got bonded. They're like, where is he going to go? I Florida. Guess. Yeah. Keep him here. <laughs> Florida. He like, six, goes to Key West. He's 65. I have. And lives I in that weird yeah. Key West town. He lives in. He lives in one. He lives in Del Boca Vista. Is that where it is? Where they that's have their where, own government? That's where they live in on Seinfeld. Sorry. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Florida Keys, where they have their own government. No, and I they don't, don't know really what you're listen to about. anyone else. Oh, you need to. There's a couple little documentaries. What is it on like? It. Lord it's of the Flies, and they like have their own. But for elderly people, what they drink a lot. <gasps> Yeah, I need you to watch they it. They have their own, like, real, like, their own, like, they're a proprietary state outside of the U.S. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. That's amazing. We've come here to drink margaritas, wear Hawaiian shirts. And we don't want the government listen, to touch us. And not listen to your rules. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. No, I was thinking of one of the retirement communities on Seinfeld, where oh. Morty runs for president, and he... Oh, Lord. Yeah, he gets kicked out. So now he has a new defense team. Floyd has a defense team who is a father-daughter team. I'm sorry, a husband-wife team. And... Kimberly. (laughs) She looks quite younger than him. Kimberly. The husband used to be a cop, and the wife grew up in town. Which I love that, like, growing up in this town automatically gives you a leg up somehow. On the case, because you've heard things about it growing up. Because everybody's heard about yeah, it. Yeah, but that everyone's gives you been an, gossiping a about up. it for 22 years. I think, like, that you could yeah. go into court and be like, Your Honor, I grew up in this town. And he'd be like, Case closed. Dismissed. Yeah. You're a local townsperson. I believe you. Or a, na- a native in- son. You're a native son. I know. I've lived in Pocket Lock. What's the name Lock- of the town? Pocket. Lock Ness? Lock Haven. Lock, Lock Haven. Haven. Okay. Yeah. So... She says the theory everyone believed in the town was that Floyd killed her and got rid of her body in a vat of acid. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but there's no... That sounds like a bunch of old... That sounds like church ladies talking. (laughs) So there's no proof. They really don't feel like there's proof. The big thing that they have is that Kathy had cut her finger very badly at work and had had to be transported to the doctor three different times to get it like sewn up so they think that's why there was blood in his car which seems it's pretty good, convincing to me it's a good defense yeah it's very good. also they're very animated the lawyers are seem good they don't seem weird or i mean not weird they don't seem shady they seem like very into it and animated and are trying to do a good defense which i respect they're wrong but they tried okay now the prosecutor is worried that the defense is going to you know what shame her in court yeah and we don't see it so we don't really know how much of that happened because they don't yeah like dateline doesn't show any of that um kathy's kids take the stand and the son says it felt so good to stand up in court and testify and be able to look straight at his mom's killer now i'd like to briefly compare him to the man from our patronus episode who said that testifying in front of no killer whatsoever was the toughest thing he'd ever done, including armed combat. Kathy's son says it was a little difficult to face down the killer of my mom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's a wuss, that guy. So 
Kathy Love loved her kids and her family, but she was lonely because John's first love was the military. You got me again, Dateline. He did. Damn he did. you. Why do I keep falling for it every single time? All right. The guitar man said that Kathy was trying to break it off with Floyd, but he didn't want to. And that he wanted to meet with her the next day. Floyd was trying to meet up with Kathy to, like, right. discuss this breakup. He was right. actively following her. And then, God bless the best witnesses I've ever seen on Dateline, these two very <laughs> elderly people who mm -hmm. have such poor health that they have to film their testimony in advance. And so there's a man with an oxygen mask saying... Which made me cry. I could not But deal. he did I such a good job. He did such a good job. He did great. I can't believe they got up there and did that and gave their testimony. And were like, we're going to do the right thing. Absolutely. Way, way to go. So he's saying um, he saw Kathy and Floyd having a very loud fight the day that she went missing. And then we get this lady with a compression armband that says... She's amazing. Yeah, she, she was you. She, that was you. Yes. She said, well, Kathy left for lunch that day and Floyd was staring daggers at her and his face was so red, like he was so angry and furious. And she drove off and then he got in his car and he drove off. Yeah. So the prosecutors think that she he somehow got her to pull over and yeah, talk so with too. him. Kind of like in season two of Making a Murderer, what they think happened to Teresa Halbach is yeah. he, like so, he flagging her down and she's like, oh, I know you. I guess I'll stop. Like what could happen? And Floyd pulled her into his car and, and killed, her. killed her. According to the prosecutor, Floyd is a great planner and for him, murder can be done over a lunch hour. Now, I don't think that's true. I don't think that... Well, he I don't was late he, to his meetings. I don't know if he planned to kill her because I think he would have not been late had he planned it. I think that this was an emotional thing. Yeah. But I do think that he would be able to go into work like nothing happened. I don't think... I think we've seen not very much personality right. from Lloyd. Right, not emotion. And yeah. so... I think that he was just Lloyd. I think it's possible that he might have not planned to kill her that day, but he had already thought of how he would get rid of the body. Yeah, I think there's something not right for sure. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen testimony from the ex-wife. Yeah. Because we do, she does testify. Yes. Sorry, I know you're going to get I'm to actually going to get to that like right now. His ex-wife testifies with brand new evidence she has mm -hmm. never told the police this, and it's been almost 30 mm -hmm. years. She said the day that Kathy went missing, Lloyd came home from lunch and changed his clothes before going back to work. And he never, ever did that. And she never saw what his clothes looked like before he changed. So mm. it reminds me of Damn It Janet from the one with the warehouse janitor. And he came yeah. home and changed his jeans. And she pretended like, because you're deaf, you can just make up stories about what people say. And then she was interviewed with her Disneyland shirt on. So that's very interesting. There's a lot of yeah. huge coincidences that yeah. day. Um, then we meet Gail, who also has something she hasn't told the police for 30 years. And it was the mid-90s. She worked with Floyd. So this was after he moved. 
after Kathy had gone missing. And, and I guess he moves to Ohio because they said that they yeah. worked together in Ohio. Yeah. So he moved states. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So she's saying my son, my teenage son is on drugs. And the drugs are either going to kill him or I'm going to kill him. Like his mother is going <laughs> to kill him. And Lloyd very calmly says, well, I know how to get rid of a body and it'll never be found. Um, A, you're not supposed to joke about that if you are a murder suspect in a case where a body has never been found. Uh-huh. B, I don't understand how that's an appropriate response to saying my son is on drugs. I want, I'm going to kill him. It's like me saying, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse, and you respond, well, the best way to kill a horse is to cut off his head and put it in your enemy's bed. Like, who, how is that an equal response to what she said? Not at all. I think, no, I think Lloyd is trying to make friends, and he's got a touch (laughs) of the Asperger's, and that is his way of communicating. And it's maybe a joke, but the way Lloyd says things doesn't come off like a joke. Right. It's like Dwight again. And he'd be like, well, I would cut my enemy's skin off. Maybe not. I'm not sure that this warranted a big of a deal as it was made out to be. I thought the Gale was going to give us a much, much more informative story. Like, then he went into detail about how he once hit a body. Well, but that the was thing not the is, case it bothered because- her enough that she had held on to it for 30 years. So it obviously struck a chord with her when it happened. It obviously wasn't just a normal conversation because she remembered it 30 years later. I see that. And so she got her own B-roll. She got to be on Dateline. You know what? She got a Folgers moment B-roll. She did. Not like a Folgers in front of a fire B-roll moment. Yeah, that's extra B-roll. So I'm saying that I'm not sure when she was telling the story, I, I literally went, and and that's all you got gail what period that's it <laughs> the end and scene i've done it good job that's gail you did great you were totally this worth your my interview story. this is my song yeah, but here's no. the thing let me let me play devil's advocate i if she was i don't think she was lying at all but if she no. was lying wouldn't she make up something more than that like and he told me he had once done exactly that She's not lying, but I'm saying as a juror, right? Gail comes on the stand and tells me that story. I'm like, all right, go back okay. to your cats, Gail. We know, but like, no, it's it's kind of like, well, all right, that's I mean, anticlimactic. I could have said that, yeah, you know, and I didn't kill anybody. Yeah, it's a sort of a creepy dude saying something weird. But he's it didn't saying seem like it, the smoking but in gun. context to the case that yeah. he was a suspect in. That's pretty weird. This is not in the town where it happened. She didn't know that it happened. But she doesn't know that he's a murderer. So it's okay to make. But wouldn't you be so bothered to be a suspect that you would never joke about it, even to people who didn't know about that? I think I would absolutely joke to try to put people at ease. If they knew about it. But she didn't need to be at ease because she didn't know about it. I just don't think it was a big of a deal. We can disagree. I just did not think it was that exciting of a. I was like, okay. That doesn't seem like it's the thing. I'm sorry, Gail. You seem lovely. Gail might write a lot of comments on Amazon that she hasn't used the product, but she hopes that it goes well for them. Yeah. I bought the green. I don't know. I feel like Gail might give a lot of low ratings on Amazon. (sighs) Two stars. It was just okay. The filters don't fit exactly right. It came late in the mail. Well, that's not the product's fault. That's the post office fault. 
scale. The box was bent. Again, that's the post office fault. Printer seems fine. Box was bent. Two stars. <laughs> that's what happened. Oh, Gail. You and Linda should be Had friends. to buy extra ink cartridges. Well, that's every printer. <laughs> that's every... You'd, eventually it will run out, Gail. That's what they do. They're not never ending. I was smart, and I did order a printer from Amazon recently, and I... I'm really glad I kept the cord from the old printer because it's that weird little cube cord because it did not mm-hmm. come with the cord. I would have had to oh. buy the cord separately. That's Wiley, Canon. You should get two stars. Two stars, Katie. Did not come with Katie cord. Katie with an X, two stars. This is what Linda and Gail would write. Came with cord, but I accidentally threw it out. Two stars. Can't work printer now. That is your fault, ladies. Was taped inside the box. Did not see it. Sun, <laughs> sun been. threw away box. One star. <laughs> Should have had giant red sticker saying, do not throw away cord inside. <laughs> Will not repurchase. <laughs> I love Gail and Linda so much. Okay, they're my yeah, friends. They um, so now we meet this defense attorney who is different somehow than the married couple. I didn't really understand. Maybe oh, I don't really no, know. No, this was happening. a string of white men in suits this whole episode. It's like one yeah. after another. I couldn't keep track of who they were. I'm glad you said that that was the yeah. prosecutor at one point because I was like, oh, that's who that was. Because yeah. I don't know. That's who that was. Some yeah. attorney general at some point. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who's coming in. Mm-mm. And then we have, we're have we talking to a new guy and I'm like, well, where is the husband and wife team? They're in the yeah. background. Are they just the research well, squad? Well, they say like a second defense attorney but i'm like but he has the husband wife team so how, wouldn't this be a third how many, defense attorney how many lawyers do yeah, does I, lloyd get how much can you make giving tours of a paper company well if you're good enough what six the top tier an hour makes, max <laughs> maximum for tours maybe you get tipped maybe by he the gets school? extra when he goes to the school maybe it's a county yeah. thing and so the school pays him out okay so you cut the arts department but you can afford to pay lloyd an hour for his tour? Yes. It is a government job. He will never... But he lost his job. No, it's not a government job. Anyways. Now, the guitar man said he was golfing the day of the murder. Remember that? And I said, you're a dirty hippie. Get a job. Now, the police in this Cracker Jack town did not test his alibi until a full year later. Yeah. And when they go to the golf club... The page of the sign-in sheets where he should have signed was missing. They didn't say page. They said pages. They said pages. This is what I want to talk. Yes, I'm glad you said that. So was it like a whole chunk was missing or was it like just that page? Because there's a big difference. I think it was a whole chunk is missing. I think just conveniently, again, convenient. Mm-hmm. that his day was part of the chunk that was missing. But I think maybe a few months were missing. I hope so, because I really, because I don't believe in coincidences very much. No. So Kimberly, I do think that's super suspicious, unless it was like a large section, or unless it was like that book is gone, and they're making it seem no. like they're all there except that one day. No. I think it's Tyler was working at the front desk at the golf club. Six fifty an hour. Yeah, exactly. No, maybe eleven fifty an hour because his dad 
His dad's on the board. No, he used to get 1150 and then he got caught driving drunk on a golf cart and yeah. he drove over a duck and now he gets 650 an hour since the duck incident. That's true. So it's punishment. So yeah. Tyler spilled whatever he happened to be drinking, his smart water. Mm-hmm. On that page. Yeah. That and then that. just threw it away so he wouldn't get caught. Yeah. Because he already has a DUI from that golf cart incident. Right. And the duck aside. So the guitar man, they're still thinking, they try to throw him out there like a suspect. Then they throw out John the husband, still as a suspect. He threw out some of his wife's stuff in a dumpster. I mean, Tex put his wife's clothes up for auction. So Yeah, that's true. He did. I forgot about that. No, he threw away her purse. Her purse with her ID in it. And they were going... Which is a little odd because he was going far away. But then it sort of all makes sense because they then the other stuff that they're going to go into. He seems very not himself, very distraught. Yeah, he said I was in a like it was like I was walking zombie like that guy looks like. And he must be flipping back and forth between something horrible has happened. She's been killed to she's left me. And run away and moved right. off with the, you know, left the children. Like, you know, right. so his brain is firing. It's not just the grief of losing his wife because he doesn't right. know that he's lost her. He's like firing in all different directions. He must have been Now in Secrets in Pleasant Grove when he throws away her medications because it hurt him too much to look at them. Well. That was BS. Yeah. Well, that was so, Secrets in Pleasant Grove and this is she didn't come home. Or did she? She didn't. Oh, she didn't. Sorry. No, she didn't. So then John had told the police after she went missing that Kathy might have taken a bunch of money from their joint account. Like she was going to leave him and take their money. Then he showed the police a swingers magazine called Pennsylvania Collection. Connection. Connection. And it cost $8.55. You bet. Which I thought was pricey because this is in the 90s. It's pricey. So what does it cost now? Like $20? That's the price of swinging. That's not a cheap hobby. To read about Jamaica's heavenly hedonism and buns in the sun. It costs a lot. You got to put down some money. And so he shows the police this magazine and says, my my wife might be one of these women. He thinks that he recognizes yeah. a woman. Well, I don't, we like, don't know like how he came across this magazine or if he was actively looking through magazines looking for her. Yeah, maybe because he would found out now all of a sudden that she'd had affairs. So, he's so like, then he's like, she's a swinger. I don't, I don't know her. Right. He must be going through that. More important, well, I guess we'll come back to Pennsylvania Connection and be right. I would like to talk about it right now because I was watching it on a computer screen and there's one picture that's blurred out that was so horrifying to me. I'm traumatized. It looked like either a Clovis or a hedgehog. I do not know. And because it's blurred (laughs) and I was too scared to zoom in closer. You can't zoom Um, in. Then I also thought it was weird that they blur out like one lady's face. Because I'm thinking she was doing something really inappropriate in that picture because they totally don't blur out the faces of the lady on the cover or the Lisa Renna lookalike in the inseam. So those two ladies, they don't get their faces blurred. But the one lady and the hedgehog get blurred. I would like to talk about the lady on the cover. I would like to talk about 
Janet. Do you think she's happy now? This was a choice that she made in the 90s. And now Dateline is showing her picture. And uh, she's now in her 40s and she's moved on. I wrote down men seeking women with questionable taste in swimsuits. Because that was the most ill-fitting bikini I've ever seen in my life. I'm not sure that the picture was giving the sexy that the Pennsylvania connection. Well, it was very butt heavy, which no. I was like, I thought butts weren't in then. It was a little butt saggy. The we... The swimsuit was ill-fitting. And then she's like, it's not a, a pleasant turn that no. she's doing. It's an awkward turn. And she looks... She looks like she's not having a good time. So I'm saying no, that, that photo shoot was not a good time. No, I don't think she was enjoying that photo shoot. No. Yeah, I think the they didn't have the snacks that she had requested, and the guy taking the pictures was kind of pervy. And... I don't think she knew that it was for a paper called Pennsylvania Connection. I think they said, we're going to take some swimsuit shots for a catalog, not telling her what the catalog was. So she mm. thinks she's taking, but then she was a little weirded out because they're like, can you bring a few swimsuit options? And she's like, wait, why am I wearing my own swimsuit? And so then they ended up using the one in the swimsuit that she doesn't like very much. That doesn't no, fit that great. It's a little stretched fit that out. Well. It's stretched out from the chlorine and it's yeah. kind of like it has those like little bumps on it because it's like peeling, you know? Yeah, it's like her and laying then, out swimsuit. It's not really yeah. the one, but it's the only two piece she brought and they definitely wanted her in a two piece. And so they're like, well, yeah. I guess we have to go with this weird animal print ish swimsuit. Poor Janet. Oh, it's another Janet. Why did you make her a Janet? She just, she just looks like a Janet. Okay. Yeah. So she like she looks like she would be on Three's Company. Yeah. Okay. She looks like she'd be into Three's Company because she's in Pennsylvania <laughs> Connection. Get it? Yeah. No, I get it now. Three's a Thank crowd. You. That's yep, what the commercial not... would say. No, but it would be like a good crowd. Yeah, Three's a good not crowd. a crowd. Oh, yeah. Three's a perfect number. Three's not crowded at all. Yeah. Exactly. Ew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just weirded myself out. Come to Secrets. No. And have, make a connection. Make a Pennsylvania. That'd be really connection. funny, especially if it's all whispered. And make a Pennsylvania connection. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really, really bad voiceover. <laughs> and it doesn't really match Janet's voice. Yes. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Okay. So Mank tells the defense guy. No, she did not abandon her children to be in this swingers magazine. No. And you don't even believe that, sir, if you're being honest with yourself. Poor guy. He must have just been a mess. And the def the defense guy says, well, it hasn't been proven beyond a reasonable doubt that that's not what happened. Oh, good Lord. I mean, you could say that about anything. Do you have to prove that every possible scenario did not happen? Like, I guess maybe it's possible that... Kathy was abducted by aliens and they made her their Martian bride. Maybe that happened, Maybe. but I have to prove that it didn't happen to convict someone. Yeah. There's lots of things that could happen, you know, sure. but you don't have to prove that every single one did not happen. Right. So they finally reach a verdict and it's not guilty for premeditated murder, but guilty of third degree murder because the jury couldn't decide. And it's a compromise sort of verdict. And that's BS because... That's kind of rough. 
Yeah, like, we know some of you aren't sure that he did it, so give him the lesser murder charge. Right. But if you feel like he didn't do it and you don't all agree on that, then that's reasonable doubt and that's a hung jury. Right, then don't convict him. Yeah, so you don't get to adjust the degree of punishment based on if you think he did it or not. You either decide if he did it, and if he did it, then you decide the degree. Yeah, I think- it makes them feel better about like not being sure. We gave him the lesser one because we weren't sure. If you're not sure, then he didn't do it. Correct. But I think that I think the prosecution knows this, and I think that's why they put in that of other course. charge option because they're like, of well, course. we'll get him on something. Yeah, yeah, which is not right. No, because what they got him of is still murder. Yeah, it's just absolutely. not premeditated murder. And some of the jury was not convinced that he even did it. And he's but also they felt doing- better because they gave him the lesser. And one. he's going to do jail time. So he he is going to spend his whole life in jail. He writes a letter to Dateline saying that he's innocent and also she might still be alive and also they never had an affair. He's still saying they didn't have an affair. Stop it. He needs to stop writing letters. Stop, stop with the writing Lloyd letters. letters. Yeah. Also it. let my children play with tar and be sure to take care of my tractor. So he wants Mankowitz to take care of his tractor for him. Yeah. He gets 10 to 20 years in prison and he's in his 70s so i don't think he's going to be able to get out and play with his children in tar ever again so it's a very tricky jury like i do think there's a bunch of reasonable doubt Mm -hmm. i think it's really weird about the golf thing and i want to know more about that but i don't think the golf guy really had a motive and if it if it smells like a duck and it walks like a duck stop it um he was stalking her and had argued with her that day and looked really angry and left the work exactly when she did. And, and then, then she back never late. came home. There's a lot of circumstantial evidence. Do you, What do you think? If he did it or not? I think he did it. Yeah. I do. I mean, I would have liked, I always like to hear more about, you know, more from the ex-wife or something like that. If he had ever said anything or she had ever felt afraid or mm-hmm. thought that he was capable. I would like mm-hmm. some, we didn't get any personal witnesses from him at all we didn't get any interviews like that in the show so it's right hard any to know. friends of his yeah no. say and this the letter is like did you read the letter i paused on the letter and read it and it's very well written he's very smart he's very intelligent but it's it doesn't say anything it's just like it's it's just a lot of defense and how he was railroaded by the yes the, the town basically. and how i don't want to go on date like i don't want to my words to be misconstrued anymore by the media i don't want to be on dateline yeah right so yeah so would you have convicted or do you think there's enough reasonable doubt i think i don't know i think i might have done reasonable doubt yeah i don't know it's really old but then i go who else would it have been yeah because i don't for a second think it was the husband but then can you convict just because there's no one else it wasn't a random no, occurrence. No, because it could have been a stranger. But right. the, but when you put it all together, what are the odds you're killed by a stranger on a day you're being stalked by a guy that follows you out of work and then changes his clothes and then goes back to work late? But what if you were? I know. It sucks for that guy then. Yeah. So I don't know. It really sucks for him. Don't know. I don't know. B-roll. Yes. There is John walking his dog on an old battlefield by a giant cannon. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool, and I felt like a very overwhelming sense of Los Angeles just sucking, because yeah. like, there's nothing cool like that here. Because 
our civil our war, a civil war boring. reenactment in Los Angeles would yeah, be weird. Unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. We weren't there. Sorry. No. We weren't in the U.S. then. No. Sorry. It's not a real thing. I heard about it, but fashion police? Uh, s- yes. Oh, do you have B-roll? Do you want to say anything else? Sorry. No, I just, I already said mine during the the recap just about Gail getting the special moment with her coffee in front of the fire. In front of the fireplace. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Fashion police, did you see the guys that were arresting Floyd in their constable hats? Did not. They had constable hats? They had full-on, like, constable hats, like they were the Mounties, and the one guy's strap was so far forward on his chin, like, yeah. dissecting. Is that where, where yeah. they're supposed to wear well, them? Well, that's also how the British, um, you know, the the guards that stand in front of that's true. the palace. They, yeah. With no, the hats. that's true. What are they yes. called? I forget, this, I'm forgetting what they're called right now. The but beef yeah. eaters. Yeah. But their straps cut low. It's... It's supposed to, it's tradition. They're supposed it's, to do it's that. Un, it's an unflattering look on people with certain types of chins. Or no chin. And, and or no chin or double chin or Correct. butt chin. It's hard. Um, you have to have a perfect chin to wear it like that. Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. Mank was wearing a gorgeous purple hank. Yes, With he was. white piping and yeah. it looked like a tulip or something. It looked really good. Yeah, I liked that. And he had a bold um, tie at the end that was nice. It was like orange and blue. I love that. I love mm-hmm. a bold tie. Uh, I liked um, Alicia had that sort of, so the daughter had that um, stand-up collar, camel coat. She was just very classic looking. Also, mm-hmm. both of them, John Jr. and Alicia, had that beautiful skin, that like clear glass skin is what I call it, where mm-hmm. it's just there's not a pore on it, and it's it looks like a doll almost. Both of them. How does have that, that happen skin. if they both spend so much time outdoors? I don't know. It's genetic, and it's not nice Fair. to the rest of us who have to suffer with. If I don't wear sunscreen one day, I have rosacea and age spots. Yeah, exactly. They they had perfect skin. Um, but now I want to tell you what you saw with them oh. while you were struggling. Yes. So, have you ever heard of the color grayish? It's like a gray beige. Do you know what I'm talking about? The color no. it's like it's a joke word for the color of like gray and beige. It's like a taupe. But they are that color in a in people. If you were going to describe just like a very neutral color. Why are you allowed to say this and I'm not allowed to talk about that one guy's weird skin? Because that's it's not it's nothing against them. That's just, they are... Isn't it? No, they are. They don't... Neither one are animated. Both of them answer every question. It's this unbelievably horrible thing, and they're both kind of... Well, John smiles the entire time, and at one point, Mae has to, like, pointedly <laughs> ask him a question because he's smiling while giving this answer that's very sad, and Mae kind of asks it again. And he, it doesn't, it sort of like snaps him a little bit, but he he just sort of recalibrates and like goes back in. But neither one have raised, neither one raise their voice, lower their voice, get sad, cry. No, have they any... should read, they, if they read my like ASMR things, I would be out in five seconds. But it's like vanilla. They were very vanilla. Yeah, they're vanilla. They're grayish. That's that is just, not nice. It's, it's not mean. It's not me. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to explain, like, that that's the... 
That's what I was saying. They have, were so they're boring. They're just they're they're neutral. They're Very like the, neutral. they're like driving in neutral. They're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, that's the worst thing you can say about someone. Why is it that? Why is it because your the- personality is like driving in neutral? But I don't think that's bad. I think that the, it takes all types in the world, right? You're if, right. If and everyone maybe was- one of them is married to like a really animated out there person, and they center them by but being so calm. Think about also their jobs. Like they have these kind of exciting jobs. She's a ski instructor or whatever. But both of them have this like very grounded. I think to be a fisherman, you have to have that kind of job. I mean, that personality. You know, fly fishing is all about patience and you have to stand there for hours. And I loved that opening shot. That was the B-roll that I loved the most. They show John doing this beautiful cast out into the water. They also make Pennsylvania look like a colonial wonderland where like everything's beautiful and quaint. Um, Yeah. It reminded me of where Oliver grew up when I go to Pennsylvania to visit his family. It's always like that. You guys are really lucky. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I'm going to go. It's neat. You'd like it. But I'm, that's kind of like c- calm waters is how they are. They're just still. They're like their dad. Yeah. I think to me, anything like that just is boring and ne- and a negative because I don't like to be around people like that. You do, though, because you like Oliver. Oliver is not like that. He's pretty calm. And you like Jesse. He's calm, but he's not boring. And Jesse's exactly like that. No, Jesse drives me freaking insane. Jesse just texted me, and congratulations, Jesse. He just had a baby. I got it too. Congratulations, Jesse. Your ears are burning. Jesse, that we were just talking about how boring he is. He has. We are not talking that he is boring. We are saying that he has a very low key, toned down personality. And I'm like, Jesse, say something. Yeah, that's true. Why are we just sitting here in silence? Say something. Because he he can. And you know what? I am so jealous of that because he is so good within himself that he just sits right. in silence. He doesn't have to just keep no, coming to conversation. He's great. That's what John and Elisa, Alicia oh, are. Oh, she's cute. We have a new Dateline family member. Hello, Lily. Lily. Lily's her name, huh? Yeah. I love that. I do too. That's so sweet. That's cute. They're really good at naming their kids. They're good parents, actually. They're really great parents. Yeah. There, I'm. This is very exciting. Sorry, Jesse, you're not boring. You're all right. Vanilla, Did it help you at all? Which is no. It's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, and was trying to be nice about. Uh, do you have any titles? Yeah, sure do. Oh, I have good, like ten because I have crappy ones. Okay, so I'm going first. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I was trying to go with but didn't really work was like this case beat the tar out of me. You you can't you can't get off that tar oil bit, can you? No, it was fascinating. Okay. Um, affairs of the park instead of heart. Okay. And she had an affairs. How about affairs of the parks? Weren't there multiple uh, parks? There were multiple hearts. Yeah, there you go. Uh, guiltar man? Question mark. Okay. You hate it. Her face is so sad right now. <laughs> it's like she's smelling something just off and she's trying to figure out what it is. Okay. Go. You do yours. Mine were bad. I think Mine I are bad yips. too. I have the yips. It's, a, it's, it's not no, my fault. You don't have the yips. I, I have a lot. Mine aren't that great. I have the Lloyd letters. I have a gross injustice because I thought his last name was gross. <laughs> right. But yeah. it has a question mark at the end because he did it. So 
A Groves yeah, injustice? his name is not Groves. So it's a question. <laughs> it's all a problem. So it's a Groves injustice. <laughs> then we have... Th- um, What was I trying to do here? Oh. Three degrees of separation. Because he got third degree murder. And also because there's three of them in the triangle. Okay. In the affair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not great. Then I have how many defense lawyers does it take to convict a murderer? Because there are 5,000 defense lawyers mm-hmm. that keep wandering through. Mm-hmm. There's also 5 million investigators. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I did have a cathartic ending 40 years in the making. You're going to hate that one. All right, I one more. I do not like that one. How about... Also, where did you get 40 years from? I don't know. I was just making up a number because I thought it sounded good. 20 years. Okay. How about heckle or hide military man or murderer? Oh. Like maybe there were two sides to John Yeah. Heckle. I like that. Yeah. I thought you might like that one. I did okay yeah. with that. Heckle's a good last name. That's fun. It's also I'm what? I'm not sure. I- no, I'm sorry? No one asked you. So now I figured out what I changed. See, I'll do something right now. Wait a minute, though. Did she just give an uninformed opinion about what we yes. were talking about? No, I don't like Which that. is what we do on this show. Un- uninformed opinions. And unasked for but opinions. But she's not a guest. <laughs> yeah. Echo, what is Dateline? The noun Dateline is usually defined as a line of text giving the place of origin and usually the date of a news dispatch or the like. The verb Dateline is usually defined as to furnish a new story. What? Dateline. Okay, but did you notice what I did? I figured out I can call her something different. I changed the settings. So now I can call her something else and it won't set off people's thingies. But if other people have echo as their thing, will it No, because you always say the A word, but I changed it in the settings. You can change what you call her to wake her up. And I changed it to the word I just used, which will not set off other people's unless they've gone into their settings and changed it, which no one would do. So we're about to get like 60% smarter right now. I solved a we can giant problem. Thing. You know what? Yes, we can ask her anything now. Game, set, match. You won this. I'm giving you I... four points. Yes. Done. You won. Yes. Oh, I'll just let that sit just there. And asking that and give me Twitter. in my bad give titles. me Twitter. Okay. Sky Rules 24. This was where the conversation came in. If a murdered husband was having one or numerous affairs, I don't think that we'd let that slide. Is Kathy's infidelity fair game? People overwhelmingly said yes. Hmm. Yeah. She also said, I'm sorry, did he just say the kids were playing with oil and tar? I realized in the 90s, free-range parenting was just called parenting, but... um, 510453 said... Alternative title. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, she didn't come home. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 well done. Well done. She got it. You got all the titles. I, oh, <sighs> God, that's good. Um, oh, Erica no, Fisher said... <laughs> What are you doing? I said, oh, no, she better don't. Oh, no, she better didn't come home. Oh, no, she better don't. It's a Is song. that Drag Race? It's a song from Drag Race by DJ Shyboy by his album. He's my friend. Wow. Sorry. That, <laughs> that was a plug. Sorry. Do you need help picking up that name you just dropped? Quick plug. Quick plug. DJ Shyboy by the album. Out now <laughs> on iTunes. Bye. Erica Fisher said a 
big creepy van was the 80s version of a Walmart surveillance video. Yeah. Uh, Andy Sooner said, Kathy was making pork chops. No way you run away when it's shake and bake night. Beanie weenie night would be the meal to avoid. Beanie weenies. Yeah. Uh, Sally B said, my prom date drove a van like that. Nope. With a fireplace in it. Sally. And Rebecca said, God, I hope you married him. Hashtag what a catch. No, Sally, tell <laughs> me everything. How are you alive, Sally? We How did you know. make it through that night? Where does Sally live? Sally, where do you live? Yeah. No one has seen the light of day after does being Sal- in that van does Sally except listen- for you. Does she listen to our podcast? I don't think so. I do not think she, no, but oh, we'll it. tell her. Okay. Just I'll get her to listen. Tell her to listen. We want to know more. We want to know How did the more. fireplace work? If, if you'd like an in-depth interview with Sally about this on our and Patreon. And how she survived her clearly serial killer prom date, let us know. Yeah. Did he live in that van? Was his by, name Jeffrey? By the river? Last name Dahmer. Dahmer. Um... Rayford five one two guitar man knew how to pluck Kathy's chords. Mm. Will Will Pfeiffer said, "Sounds to me like the guitar player sounded a few false notes, but there's no reason for him to fret." Fret is a guitar term. It is a guitar term, isn't it? But you know what? Josh used a bunch. Oh yeah, he did. He they, said, "It's fair game." Josh, well, yeah, Josh no, went to town did. on it, so no, yeah, 1, everyone 000%. can go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dateline Dog said, side note and real question, paper plants are the super smelly ones, right? Like, you can smell them just by driving by? And apparently, I had no idea. What? Apparently, they smell like sulfur. <gasps> they smell horrible. Ooh. Darcy Dewdrop said, I grew up in a milk town, paper mill. Pew, yes, they smell like sulfur. And Christine said, they smell horrible. Wow. So, like, Yeah. I had no idea. I wouldn't think paper would smell that bad. It must be like what they're using to. Didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, RJ said paper plant volleyball team. And Chris America said Dunder Mifflin had a volleyball team. Yes, they certainly did. Okay. And then uh, clearly I'm fantastic said side note. This detective has the bluest eyes I've ever seen. It's distracting me. And Rebecca Crook said, I'd like to help this young detective with a few things. (laughs) And. RJ said, killed over a lunch hour? Last week, the killer only need 11 minutes. Step your game up. (laughs) And that was Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. That was excellent. Good job. Well done, guys. Twitter on Um, fire. So, anything else we have to say? Oh, I I have something to say. Uh I owe you an apology. I may have won this episode, but I did a huge disservice to you and to our listeners. In our Jersey Shore episode, I made fun of your Snooky. And the general consensus on the web was that while your Snooky is not exactly accurate, it is the most delightful thing our listeners have ever heard. And they felt very upset that they that moment was stolen from them and that you did not do the entire episode in your Snooky voice. And I feel like I'm responsible for that. Mm. Do you have anything to say to that? I accept your apology. No, you don't want to say something else? Party's here! There you go. Situation rectified. (laughs) That was for you, everyone who said that. Lemon dog, all of you. Also, everyone should know that's how it sounds in my head. 
Yeah. That's how, <laughs> that's how my Cartman it. sounds. It sounds right to me. Does everyone think that that's good? No. Do they no feel robbed? Really s- no. No, they no they don't. I'm sorry for that anyways. It's delightful. Stephanie said after seeing Michael Peterson on Dr. Phil, it hit me. Maybe he actually took an owl furred plead. <laughs> She's crying now. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook because we really do like laugh all week long and um it's consider becoming a Patreon because it helps us produce this episode every week and also will help us get to CrimeCon in New Orleans, which I totally know how to pronounce, even though I have many palpitations every time I have to say it. Oh, and thank you to my cousin Randy for her episode. I thank hope you, you Randy. liked it, Randy. Hope you like it. Um, Don't watch alone. Watch with your road paver Barbie. Yeah, and stay out of those vans. With a fireplace. Sally, how are you alive? Wow. Just vans by. Except for the cute one that I still kind of want to convert and move into. That won't be creepy at all. Maybe a little creepy. No, but it won't be like that. That's a specific, I don't know what kind of van that is, but that's that's a bad van. That's the bad van. Yeah, bad things happen in that van. Yeah. On that note. (laughs) bye everybody bye guys someone's listening to this in a van right now and they're like i feel so personally attacked i just came to listen to this podcast and have a good time and i'm honestly feeling so personally attacked right now for being a van person what is the fire where is the fireplace on the i don't know but they they put them in tiny houses all the time that's cute i've moved back to tiny houses since i've realized the van's probably not gonna happen so please support kimberly in her quest for tiny house bye everyone bye everyone that never learns to live. spring